It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees. And you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, welcome back to the boys 161st episode 206. Today is June 9th and we're recording an episode talking about the Yankees. Let's go. I was, I was trying to do it as fast as I could, and I thought that was pretty good. Not bad. If I did that, you would just hear... <laughs> if you, you, we would hear... <laughs> if you talked at your regular speed, brother. <laughs> oh, burn. Oh, man. To that one. That's called a podcaster to podcaster burn. Is you this can, friendly you don't, banter? You don't talk well. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how, are we, how are we doing, boys? Fantastic. Today, today you got me. Uh, my name's Luke. Uh, if you're with us for the first time, welcome in. Um, but today you got the full house again. Haven't had not a full house in a little while now. I'm really Boys are happy. buzzing. Boys are buzzing. Boys are buzzing. Yeah, it's been like a week. I had the sunburn. That's oh, true. I forgot about the sunburn. We did make mention of that on the top of the show. Yes. Last week. So yeah, I'm glad we did it again. Long, I'm still peeling. So I guess it's still valid. Well, it's the summer of, and we're in the summer now. So expect Murph to miss one episode every other week. No, I got my annual sunburn out of the way. You figured out what sunscreen was, was? I'm still scared of the sun. Don't get me wrong, but it would make me really happy if like a listener sent you aloe or something like that. You would have to give out your address. I so. say it'd be a little concerning, but but yeah. nobody's yeah, gonna go I, I get him in the Great address. North. Like no, who wants to go to, Glen's going Falls? to Glen Falls? Jk, I had <laughs> a lot of fun Glen there. Falls. Glen. I don't get very triggered, Damon. I think, <laughs> but if you pronounce Jimmer Fredette's hometown that. wrong one more time, <laughs> I'm gonna Falls. come all the way down there to the city and I'll show you a thing or two. Glen Glen Falls. Glens. Falls. I said Glen's Falls. Curtis. No, you said Glen Falls. Home I, said Glen. Curtis, I said Glen's. Lumber power play. I you said Glen's. Glen. If Check I heard the tape. Glen's, I would Check. not be right. upset. Check the podcast tomorrow morning. Damon. It's Glen's. Damon. All right. I take this very seriously. Okay, okay. we're All done right. here. Uh, so we're recording this episode before tonight's game. I was going to say matinee, but it's not a matinee. It's at night. Um, have you ever been to a matinee before? We're, we're done here. We're done with the small talk. So... <laughs> Yeah, we were recording this before the episode because we wanted to watch we, the... Before we stop with the small talk, can you define a matinee for me? Matinee oh, it's, it's like a time. It's like an event during the middle of the day. I didn't know that. An afternoon. Like a matinee yeah. Broadway show is like a 2 p.m. show. I thought matinee just meant like the the prime time. I didn't know. That's that. like, no, it's exactly quite the opposite, opposite actually. Of, of matinee. I'll be damned. Yeah. I haven't been to many something Broadway new shows. So They're kind of fun. Uh, my mom asked me to go to one the other day and I didn't. I went to Truth one. be told, I will say I learned this like two days ago. Oh. Okay, well, I guess yeah. I'm the only educated one here. So, Yankees, move on. Cheers to that. And, uh, yeah, we're recording this before the night game where Garrett Cole tees off against the – I mean, it's kind of a, a preconceived notion that he's just going to shove. That being said, we're going to record next episode, and he's going to give up nine in the first inning. But that's neither here nor there. 
Um, we're talking about the last two games, and there's a lot of meat and bones of topics we're going to hit. Nestor struggled a little bit last night. We'll dive into that. We got hot or not. Um, one thing I wanted to go into kind of right out of the gate, because we've obviously seen it firsthand. This is the first time we've played against Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez since the trade. Um, obviously, you see people like Glaber still still loving Gary, and I, and I love seeing that. We didn't really like Gary while he was here, but that doesn't mean I don't like Gary the person, and I'm happy as friends. So, <laughs> seeing Glaber give him a hug and all that and whatever, and just look at it, it's like he looked at like the Twins logo across the chest. It's like, oh, look at that. You're on a different team now. It's like, yeah, Glaber probably just found out today. But <laughs> it's a wholesome moment. Yeah, it was a wholesome nice. moment. I really, really liked it. Bigger than baseball moment, right? There. Very thought, well said, Damon. Very, very well said, Damon. Thank you. Who said you were a bad speaker? I did. I did too. So when I saw that, I was like, huh, maybe on the pod we can reassess the trade and give a, I was going to say way too early who won the trade, but not really way too early. A, a one third of the way into the season, who is currently winning that trade? So. I guess just rapid fire across the board before we compare some stats. Murphy, do you think we won that trade or not? Hard to say we lost that trade given how well the Yankees have been playing this year, but without the stats in front of me, it seems like Geo especially is the best player this year that was involved in that trade. So that kind of stinks to see, but I'm also not that surprised. Um, yeah. Which uh, is interesting really too because I feel like he was kind of – all, even though he had been so good for us, I still feel like he was a little bit of a throw-in, like in the sense that he had weight. He didn't drive the value of that trade. It, the the driving values of that trade, in my mind, were getting rid of a bad con- a bad person in Gary and getting rid of a bad contract on their side in in yeah. Donaldson's. It was less about IKF and Geo. Yeah, but in I terms agree. of talent, I agree. I think Geo is the most. Talented one on in that trade, but I, I, I almost disagree with that because I, I personally, I know Donaldson's had his ups and downs, but I, I think as good as Gio's been for the past couple of years, I do feel like there's there's going to be a point where he just, I don't know that he's, he's, I don't know, and I think maybe that's unfair to say because I feel like you guys know where I'm going with this. I feel like he's not that guy. He has been Le- for like three less years, so, though. Less so than Donaldson. I think Donaldson has more offensive upside which is that's fit completely fair to say. His la- last year, his baseball savant numbers were ridiculous, and his, he was one of the better hitters in baseball last year, even at his older age. And he's got the pedigree of being an older guy who's been there, done that. He could do things with the baseball like he did with just like well, the walk off the other day, where he just he knows what to do with it. He's been there, done that. Yeah. No. Nope. In the in the in the playoff games, I feel like no moment will be too big for him. I hope that's that's the case for him, and that's kind of what you're signing up for with a a, a nice grizzly vet. Like yeah. Donaldson. So I think from that respect, I think if all else equal right now, and it does seem like they're relatively equal offensively, and I think I haven't really been paying attention to Geo's defense. He did make a couple of nice plays against us in the series already. But Donaldson's been great on defense. So, I mean, I guess all else equal there as well. I think I'd still, I would, I would take the upside. I think we won the Donaldson piece of that, even though, in my mind, I don't know. What um, do you guys think? I, I will say I think that what you said about, like, having more upside is a good way to put it. Like Thank with G- with Geo, I feel like we kind of 
Like I, like, I don't think Gia would would have went out there and hit like three twenty with like you know had this incredible season. Like I think he would just did like exactly what we expected him to do, kind of like what IKF might be doing right now. Like nothing insane, nothing that's like gonna get everyone talking crazy. Like he would just done a job. Um, and Donaldson, on the other hand, I feel like he has the potential to be like a massive part of the lineup down the road. Like come September, come October, like when it really starts to matter. And and I, that's where I feel like where we have the upside of the win of the trade because just, just from right now, I think it's pretty even. Like, I don't think either of them... I think we could have put either of them at third base right now and would have had very similar outcomes to where we are right now. Like, I don't think any of them are impact players or would have been impact players on the Yankees right now. But that being said, I think down the road, uh, Donaldson has more upside to actually help us win a World Series. I don't want to say we, like, won or lost anything. I don't... I think getting rid of Gary Sanchez was important, and that's not me just beating a dead horse. I, I think that we've seen the value that having a guy like Jose Trevino brings. to That doesn't happen if Gary Sanchez isn't gone. That, to me, is... Because if you take the rest of the guys, Donaldson, Gio, Gary... Or, well, not Gary, but Donaldson, Gio, IKF, yes, we're winning a lot of games, and we're doing a lot of things right, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't really think that those guys are the ones that are driving these wins. I wouldn't change it right now. Just you know, <clears throat> excuse me, because we're excuse we're winning. We're we're winning games. It's hard to complain and say you know, oh, I'm pissed off about this trade. So uh, I I don't know. I think getting rid of Gary Sanchez and bringing in a true catcher was very useful. Uh, IKF, whatever, he's not great. It is what it is. And then Donaldson, Geo. at this point, the season's a toss-up. You know, yeah. you guys talk about the playoff pedigree and stuff like that. We'll see in October. But uh, I, I wouldn't change anything, but I don't think that this trade, any part of it, even though it was our most significant deal or whatever you want to call it in the offseason, I don't really think that any part of this outside of the catcher, which is the weirdest part to say, has had a significant impact on the season. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say on this is that even, I don't even know how Gary's doing this year. I don't think it's very well. If he's it's doing very well, but like on par with what he yeah has done. So like not shocking. But anyway, even if he did do amazing this year, which like let's just say maybe he turns around and has a great season, like I don't really give a fuck. Like if he kept playing with the Yankees, he would have continued to be terrible. Yep. It just it was just one of those situations that if he kept playing with the Yankees, he would just continue to be the same person. And just continue to struggle and be an awful catcher defensively and offensively. That's all I'll say on that. Did you notice that Gallo and Gary were sharing a laugh? And I, I, I thought in my head, like, you know, when people see people and they just like, it's a caption contest. Like, what do you, yeah, or, what like, or like, about? what do you think they're talking about? I, in my mind, I was like, he's Gary's absolutely, this is obviously not true, but I was like, Gary's probably telling him, like, hey, doesn't it suck being the one that everybody hates? Like, <laughs> every, like Yankee fans have to pick one person to absolutely dominate in the media, and it's you right now, brother. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, doesn't it suck? He's like, you, he's like, I pass the torch to you right now. Everybody hates you, and I wish I could say it gets better, but it doesn't. You're just going to get traded, and I feel like that's kind of the same yeah, situation so, that's happening right now. See, see you in Minnesota in three weeks. <laughs> see you in Minnesota, brother. I got a nice, la- got a here, nice eh? lake house. <laughs> uh, you think Gary has a lake house? No. <clears throat> no. Gary's definitely not a... Gary's uh, not a lake guy. He's not, he's, no. he's, yeah. Also, Minnesota? Come on. 
What is, what's wrong with Minnesota? It's fucking There's cold. a million lakes in Minnesota. Not in the Minnesota. summer. It's literally called the land of a thousand yeah. lakes. Yeah. 10,000 lakes. <laughs> no, I, I, as a statement. frequenter in Minnesota, I you've go been there. once. Once a summer. I'm going back this summer because it was you, so you, great. You've been once. Now you're going again. That's, yeah. The next time will be That's frequent. Not, yeah. Well, I, I don't even think twice in two years is frequent yeah. somewhere. I think, yeah, three is <laughs> a few. I, I, I go well, my family is now trip. making it an annual trip, so I so will be frequent. once. It was a fantastic time, and I, I hope that Gary has a lake, and I I, I really think he wouldn't, but, um, you know, we'll see. wouldn't want to assume anything. Uh, yeah. Since we've been talking, I pulled up some numbers. Gio's got a lake. For the gentleman that Definitely we've been talking guy. about. Yeah. Donaldson and Geo, very similar OPS pluses. Um, 114 for Donaldson, 118 for Geo. I know that's a stat we like to talk about. Advantage I looked at Gio. their fielding without going into boring metrics. Their fielding similar. Advanced Gary, metrics, Murph. I'm not an advanced metrics guy. Today it seems like you are. I, I wouldn't consider OPS plus an advanced metric. For you it is. Okay. Um. But yeah, Gary one oh nine and uh IKF one or just eighty five. So if you add up the OPS pluses, which is in no way how you determine the trade, <laughs> they win. But I, I think that the way I looked at that trade is like, you know, Donaldson for Geo and then IKF for Gary. And when yeah. you look at it that way, it's like all right, Donaldson and Geo, it's pretty much one-off, easy, easy swap, pretty similar across the board. And then the way IKF fits in this team and the way we've been playing this year and the style we've been playing, IKF fits that way better than Gary did and way better than Gary would. And so for that reason and how well the Yankees are playing this year, I feel like we won so far. Uh, but, yeah, that's just me. But we did trade for IKF to be the de- defensive wonder kid. And he's been not that. At least, I mean, he's er- way better defensively than he's way better defensively than Gary is. Can I give you uh, some knowledge? You dropped us with the matinee. It's actually Wonderkind. That's kid. what I thought I, when I was, I was saying it. Say Another thing I recently learned. Yeah, Crazy, I learned right? that like a month ago. It was awesome. I literally, as I said it, I was like, "Fuck!" I said that wrong. But I also, wasn't from a movie I wasn't something? confident enough to say, "No, yeah, no, good, good, good call out." Want to educate the audience? Yep. So. Oh, it's from Ted Lasso. I, mean, I haven't watched that. Yet. That's what it's from. Not from Ted Lasso. No, it is. Wonderkind. That's a, been just all around. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm not saying they invented them. Saying there's a big. Oh, scene. they talked. Oh, there's yeah. a big scene where they call him a Wonderkind. He's like, no, a Wonderkind. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were very upset about it. Damon, has anybody ever told you that you remind them of Coach Beard? Um, no, but I'd take those compliment. I would take that as a compliment. I, I'd hope so. so. Somebody told me that once, and I immediately thought, "Thank you," but also I know a guy. <laughs> let me let me pass like the torch. Than me. Yeah. I'll do you one better. Yeah, I'll do you one better. Meet my friend Damon. <laughs> Before we get into hot or not, um, I wanted to just address one thing. I wanted to just. I think MLB posted this, or one of the sports CBS Sports or something like that. They posted it, and um, it was a, the current playoff picture one-third of the way into the season. And out of the AL, four of the six teams in the playoffs were in the AL East. Mm, it's what we currently. expected going into the 
into the season. Yes, yeah, but yes. after the the Red Sox free fell for a little bit, the Red Sox have rattled off seven straight recently. I didn't been, even realize the Red Sox were. I just didn't yeah. even put. Two and they two together. they rattled off seven straight, and then before that, they were on another streak. And like they they've been very good. It's just we've been better, and we are better, and we are awesome. But it's just crazy. It, it's what we expected, but. I think it also speaks to how fucking weak the rest of the AL is. Are there two yeah. wild card games now? Three. There's three, three, three wild card teams, two wild card games. There's no wild card wow. game, though. It's not going to be yeah, it's wild. Not a wild it's like card. A three Everything's series. a series. You okay. just get paired. Yeah, gotcha. you get a series. Um, let's if go I could s- speak to that. Sorry. Go ahead. You left for a second, came back, and just started talking. Just <laughs> I, I had to commandeer the conversation. All right, I was going to say one more thing on the standings board about how we expected – <laughs> the four of us to be in the playoff picture. Like, yes, we expected that, but I'll tell you right now, I did not expect to be seven games ahead of the Blue Jays and the Rays and then 12 games ahead of the Red Sox. That's true. That I did not expect, which is fucking awesome. Um, What's our lead at? 7-7-12. Seven, 7? Seven, I think it's 7-7-12. Seven, seven, Allow me to double check. That's pretty sweet. If, it may, it, it may, have changed, may have changed last I, night. I, I but looked earlier. Six and a half. I think it's 6-7-12, and, 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 and 10 and a half, I think. It's, it's not six and a half, seven, ten and a half. We're only ten and a half over the Orioles. I'm pretty close over the, over Red, the Sox. Red Sox. Oh, what's the Orioles? Sixteen. Well, okay, that's 16. that's more like it. Yeah, we're gonna say but Murph about about the playoff picture. It's so three wild card teams. The top two division winners in terms of record have a bye. The worst division winner plays the number the worst wild card and then the other two wild cards play each other. Okay. That makes sense. So theoretically it would be right now Yankees Bye. and Yankees, Yankees by and who else has a blue Jays. No Astros. It's, it would be the Astros. Yes. The Astros have a buy and then the Indians or white Sox. They're excuse me. Who who's winning the guardians, guardians. and the white Sox <laughs> would play the Red Sox and then the Tampa Bay and Toronto would play each other to play us. Did I? So there's seven. Right. The, but I said six. Okay. So, so it's seven. It's three and three. Six. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Is six. it six or seven? Six. Okay. So I was right. I, I just got confused because I, I, I didn't know if yeah. they, they did add one, right? Like us just rattling off teams is probably not fun to listen to. No, I mean, this, people, <laughs> no, people I'm sure the, people the, forgot well, know, about the we're playoffs. Just arguing about how it works. Honestly, I, I I saw one graphic. It's like if it started today, and it's honestly not the best for us because we have a bye, and then we have to play the winner of Toronto and Tampa Bay, who are both better than the Red Sox and the Guardians, in my opinion. That is true. That's where it gets since, since, the they're, since they're not a division winner, they automatically are seeded lower, which in theory would be playing a, a lower seed, but we're actually playing the better team because – the, the Twins might just win their division or the, the, or the Guardians might just win their division right over 500 or, you know, I mean, the yeah, Astros are the Astros are the one team that like are actually a good in that in that mess of teams below outside the AL East. But like, you know, it, you I'm would sorry. you would think that we would be getting the benefit, but I actually would prefer to be like a middle seed, honestly, but too bad. It we're too actually, good. It would be the Twins, sorry, not the Guardians or the White Sox. Twins have a four-game lead over the division in the Central. Yeah. That's actually kind of scary. That sucks that the first, like, the ALDS, I guess. I mean, you'll have to run into them anyway, but having to go against the Rays or the Blue Jays immediately. So we're probably going to – okay, I know this is way ahead of schedule, and we'll get into the out-and-out in a second, but just one thing I noticed on that, if if things do stay similar to that, and I do think they will because if we win the division – 
like we said, how, the, how it'll work out is the people that don't win their division are going to be lower seeds, and we're going to play them in round one. So it's going to be somebody from the at least that we probably play. If that's the case, we're going to probably have the hardest strength to schedule or hardest route to win the World Series out of anybody because we're going to be going either through the Blue Jays or the Rays first round, and then we would probably play the Astros, the Astros, and then we would play the, the Mets or well, Dodgers no, or something like that. No, we would only have to play. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. You're we would, we would only series. play good teams is what I'm saying. It would be we the winner of yeah, it's playoffs. We wouldn't get an e- – no, but like we wouldn't <laughs> – no, but that's not the playoffs. We play the fucking Twins every year, and we'd just rattle their bones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, yes, but this year is very different. Very good teams this year. That was the whole point of what I just said. Let's get in hot. Agreeing with you, I think the whole entire thing <clears throat> it's going to shake up being one of us, Blue Jays, Rays, and then the Twins one and the Astros. Us. One of us. So one I don't know us. if this is necessarily true or not, but one thing I had in mind when I saw that was that there haven't necessarily been as many in division games for the divisions to beat up on each other, especially the AL East. Like we really have haven't played Boston that much. We barely played the Rays and we played Baltimore a lot, but they're going to beat up on each other a little bit. So I don't know if that's necessarily what it's going to look like. Obviously the angels are free falling, but the angels have lost 14 in a row. The Rangers suck the white. I mean, the only team that would shock, like not shock me it, that comes out of nowhere is like the white Sox. Outside of that, I mean, you can the Orioles no, the Royals no, the Tigers no. Well, the White Sox are also going to get healthier. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the only team that's not in the picture that we're talking about right now that that even has a chance because the A's, Mariners, Rangers, Angels, Royals, Tigers. I'm reading it off of Luke's wall. I don't just have this off the top of my head, but uh, uh, Orioles like half the teams aren't even competitive. Not even half. More than half the teams aren't even competitive. So. If I was a betting man, I'd probably take the White Sox at, at probably pretty favorable or, or, or good odds right now to win their division because the, once they get healthy, they're, they're, I mean, that division sucks, so they can just run the table. Um, let's get into Hot or Not, shall we? Let's do it. Hot or Not is presented by Underdog Fantasy. Go download the Underdog app. Underdog is our favorite place. And it's the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's a good mixture of you know fantasy sports and gambling, which is it's a, it's in a gambling world that we live in now. Now that it's legal in New York and New Jersey and everywhere, but seemingly Massachusetts, our friends in Mass don't really love that so much. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a different version than just taking you know uh, money line and everything like that. You can bet Aaron Judge and parlay that with Aaron Hicks to strike out. Like I said, which actually, spoiler alert. Aaron Hicks might have made his way into the hot list. I don't know. Presented by Underdog Fantasy. Um, yeah, but Underdog lets you draft your fantasy team in minutes. You can sign up now with the code 161BOYS, and you'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash. Uh, when you make your first deposit of $10 or more, deposit $100 and get a free $100. Um, they have a lot of fun things like pick em games, and, and uh, it's not available in every state, but where there's... Uh, you can win like 20 times your money in one night. And uh, like I said before, you could do like the thing where you parlay different people to do different things like Hicks to strike out or hit a home run or all that stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's a different version of gambling. That is, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we'll, we'll also be hosting some events in there, you know, doing some drafts against us, drafts against other Yankees fans. And uh, you can gamble against us directly. It's just going to be a lot of fun. So sign up before we do that so you're ready to go. Which we talk about a lot in our Chalkboard group chat, which other ad, this episode is presented by Chalkboard. Fantastic segue, Luke. I know, pat myself on the back. But uh, go join our Chalkboard group chat. We're trying to build the biggest Yankees group chat 
in uh, all the land. We already have it. I feel like we have the crown. It didn't exist before, so now it does. I think we do have it, but if we do not have in, it. We took out. the crown, but uh, right now we have about 400 and something in there right now. We, we would like to have everybody listening to the podcast. You, right now, listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube. I'm looking right at you. I'm pointing, too, for the audio-only people. It's like the Uncle Sam. We want you to join the chalkboard group chat and, yeah. and chat with us and talk about our gambling in underdogs. So cross, cross the swords there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, bad reference. Cut that out. Um, but yeah, let's get into hot or not presented by underdog fantasy. Use code one sixty one boys. Who wants to do the hots? Who wants to do the knots? I'll do the hots. So for those tuning in for the first time, welcome in. Like I said, hot or not is a segment where we just read off some of the stats that we found interesting they might not necessarily be like regular stats. They could be just funny things and things that we just wanted to talk about that were either good or bad. Um, so, yeah, Hots, first up, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks, in his last seven games, has a 409 batting average. That's kind of wild considering how much he sucks. Weighted runs created plus 187 in the last seven days. OPS point or not is it 928 what would you think selling selling okay uh dj in his last seven he has a 320 batting average of 455 op obp a 520 slug for a 975 ops sprinkling in seven walks and eight ribbies in that same time frame damon uh i'll do a soft buy Okay, that doesn't exist, but uh, <laughs> Gio Urshela, this series, not on the Yankees, but he's 4 for 8 with us, well, with a double, an RBI, and uh, making D- Stanton do some dances out there in right field. I mean, that's just, yeah, it's stupid. Okay, that was that was the part that I was talking about. Stan, Stan should have uh, caught all those balls. You think you could have caught all those balls? 100% I could have caught all Not all of them, but if you gave me that same ball 10 times, I'd catch that ball 9 times. Which one? There was like 3. Both, all 3 of them. Damon, I, I'm faster than Stan. I don't think you are. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so either. Damon, you you're missing a leg. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know Damon personally, um, one that sucks. Damon's one guy. one that sucks. that sucks, and two, uh, Damon had a little bit of. A, Damon played rugby, as you could probably tell by his beard. Um, <laughs> Murph did not, as you could probably tell by his fraudulent beard, and Chandler okay. obviously didn't. Okay. Um, I didn't either, so. I'm with I you. I take offense to that. I'm glad I didn't, though, because Damon nearly lost a leg and kind of his life, no? Yeah, we'll, we won't go to that far. We'll wanna, yeah. Maybe that's a little bit exaggerated. Um, but he got, like, his leg snapped by I some got, guy. I got, I got half a knee. I'm pretty sure the guy, like, bit your leg, too, and he, like... Whatever. Anyway, am there's I... There's a bear involved. I, I, killed, I killed that bear. <laughs> you should see him. You should see that there guy. Was, there was a bear. There was a bear. <laughs> I, could, I could outrun Stan. I don't think he can. No. Dude, he's not fast. He can... 100% I could. There's no doubt in my mind. He's not fast relatively. And we, we can win he's not on the fast same for a field, pro athlete. When on the same field with other pro athletes. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. I don't even think you can outrun Gary. That's ridiculous. All right, that's Gary looked kind of quick the other day on, on the base pass. I know Chandler thinks the same because he didn't say no right away. No shot. I just... I, I mean, I love you, Damon. I don't know that you can outperform a pro app. All right, well, we don't, I'll, I'll find out his 40 time, and then I'll do it. Then we'll go do it. We'll live they run, stream they it. They run 60s. And yeah, you got to run I'll do a 60. 60. Okay. 
Now, Brandon Lockridge, wow. on the other hand, I could take every day, twice on Sunday. Yeah, fast yeah. Guy 80 grade speed doesn't matter. It's just yeah. saying. Get him on the pod. I'll talk. Yeah, he, I'll... Got, he got lucky when he got clocked in for that 80 yeah, grade yeah. speed. That, Brandon Lockridge has never seen me run from my chair to the couch. I, I haven't Fact. seen I haven't seen American speed like that <laughs> since I don't know when. Probably never. That's a good point. You put a nice glass of like, you know, whistle pig or something at the end. Of I that hate line. whistle pig. That's, I'll say it. Whistle pig's not you're, good. You're, I mean, it's objectively I could have come up. I I object. I could have come up with a better whiskey. Definitely. So, so it's not sponsored it by not whistle bad. pig. I think whistle pig's delicious. You told it us, is, and I is tried it. it is it? Bad. I don't like rye. I don't trust. I don't. I'm drinking rye right now. Actually, like this might be better. I, I don't know gross. if it's better. I don't normally like rye, but I am very much enjoying the one I have right, right now. High West in Utah. These are the now. kind of conversations that happen when we recap only two games versus a whole series. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. But the people, if you're still here, you stick around for it because you like us and we like you. How about that? Um, chalkboard. So, Can I point? Why <laughs> the fuck did you soft buy DJ LeMahieu? Yeah, that's a good question. You said soft bye to DJ being awesome. I just think that's a very poor take on your part. Um, I'd like to hear your reasoning. I also don't know why. I just feel like saying soft bye for a reason. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's an it's you know why? Because it's it's how Murphy started this. It's an out. <laughs> you leave yourself a back door, and you can get out of anything. If if because I don't do that. because people don't react. You say it depends on everything because we react to it immediately. And during the time where you're buying and selling the rest of them, I'm in the back of my mind judging you, or so are the listeners. And you leave yourself a back door. And then once you see the reaction of everybody, you're just like, actually, that's why I said soft buy. It's so fucked up and manipulative, and I don't like it. I did not. Th- I, did not I did not think that yes far in advance. No. I did not think that far in advance. Yeah, I just you're right. To say I, soft buy. You see it, right? I I think Damon's on a bit of a hot streak of just saying things to stir people up. He said something in our in <laughs> yeah, our group the other day. Yeah, yeah. The well, IKF, it was during the podcast. No, it was. I sent the video of. No, no. We IKF said it during era. the podcast. I talked about it. No, I know, but I sent the video and you didn't watch it. No, and you solely were just saying that just to get a like rise out of everybody. Yeah. No, was. no. That was a, that was a tough catch. I'll tell you what, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that was a tough catch. It's like, called good content, brother. It's like, dude, if he didn't move, that literally would have blown. Oh yeah. Well, I watched chest. it and then I completely agree with you. Yeah, you just didn't even watch it. I didn't watch it. In the no. habit of trying to. Yeah. 100%. Speaking of things that we watched, I know this is way off topic, but you know, saw it with my eyeballs. Wanted to address it. Um, Damon pointed something out that I didn't see with my Whoa. eyes, and yeah, that? shocking as that is. So when Rizzo cut that ball off, can we just oh, talk yeah. about that, that for a second? Ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't see he, that. I was yelling at he, the TV. He, he could have from where he caught the cutoff he probably could have spit onto the warning track i didn't know not that. actually but like it was very i was I, like why I think the hell legit, is rizzo i think legit it was 20 was, uh, 20 feet he was no, standing not, not where stanton, he was probably standing where stanton was playing when the ball was hit yeah 100 percent. you that think was, that's a disrespect at stanton like i don't think you can reach two feet so no, I'm, I'm gonna just cut it I off i don't and know take, what it was I, stan's got a really good arm though so i don't i don't think here's that's, what here's just, what that was i don't know man here's what that was when I, I know I mentioned it a lot. I haven't played since last season. But softball, I had a couple guys on my team. Who, we just stuck them in the outfield because they were just bad and they had no arm whatsoever. Probably shouldn't have done that in hindsight. But I, if I'm going after a, like a shallow ball or something like that, and I obviously have a rocket. So when I go up to them, it's almost like when that situation where like a, a guy that stinks on your local softball team and you're right there up to him. 
you just take the ball. Like, he flips it to you and you throw it. Like, it, there's no cutoff. Yeah. That's what it kind of felt like to me. And I think that's – maybe there's some internal problems in the locker room. But I also, Rizzo – That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I don't want to read too deeply into it, but I think – You're reading so I far. Think he Rizzo, basically I, said you suck. Riz, Rizzo, known locker room guy, hates Stanton, which means that Stanton is the cancer in the locker room. That's the You're episode of the podcast. Why do you think when, as soon as he came back, we lost the game? <laughs> You're, no, he Case was out closed. there because he Case thought closed. it was going to have to be a double cut, sure. And the fact that it was low enough for him to even catch, and if correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't seen any replay of it or anything. I just saw it when it happened. I don't even think he had to jump. So, well, I think, you know, he was playing too deep, definitely, but. I don't know. Well, also you know, the throw that the throw Rizzo did afterwards fucking sucked. Spiked it off his toes. He spiked it no, into the dirt. Yeah, you can't cut that off and then throw Rizzo. something. I mean, you gotta be confident Stanton, in that throw. Obviously, Stanton has a better arm than Rizzo, and he can probably throw it twenty feet farther than Rizzo, especially off a hop. Now, but what, uh, he was probably what, cutting it off to try to throw to a different base. Was what I was thinking. Now Rizzo and him unresolved tension. Maybe. Rizzo and him need to go. Throwing contest. Without seeing it, <laughs> I, my guess would be that he was expecting Stanton to catch the ball, so he was kind of just drifting. And yeah, oh, it's then nothing. He, then he missed it's it. completely nothing. But that's what yeah. I said. That would be my guess. I didn't see it. Either way, it was oh, you need bad, to see it. Then. Play, yeah, I didn't see it. I was much we'll show on my you calzone. After. It's yeah. I live in New York, so yeah. um, they have calzones everywhere. But Can I, I, I do want to see. I want to see them sign like just stand at home plate and just every each of them gets a ball and. Just throw it as far as you can. If they like, just Stan can definitely out the Rizzo. You think Stanton can get it over the center field wall? Yeah, like Bauer did. No, maybe not. From, home, from home plate, no. Stan's got a cannon, dude. Man. Well, Bauer did it off the mound. Bauer was a pitcher. I'm saying he didn't. Was he he didn't even do it from home plate. Home plate's even harder. Was a pitcher, correct? Yeah, <laughs> about sixty feet harder, give or take. God damn it. Um, can I do a honorable mention for the Hots if you don't mind? You can. Joey Gallo, last six, 300, 391, 500. That's a, almost an 891 OPS. That is. A 162 WRC plus. I mean, it's small sample size, but for a guy that desperately needs a win. I was in the I'll, same I'll, boat today, and I took a A guy like win, that, you're going to so. find a sample size that makes it look favorable because he. it's hard to find anything that does. So I'm happy for it's him. Hard, it is hard. It, it's hard to do that. You're right. I'll buy the trend, though. I said it on the last episode. I think he's going to be trending in the right direction. Hope so. I, I do too. I think so too. Can we talk about Hicks a little bit though? Sure. I mean, all all of his hits were bullshit. <laughs> it's Fair. honestly true. Fair. Here's the thing that I'm looking at though. His numbers. Okay. I'm there. I'm with you. Aren't, aren't that far off of his career for this season. It's not saying much. Keeping it, keeping, no, it's not saying much, but keeping in mind how terrible he was for the entire month of May and and April uh, and half of April, the second half of April. <laughs> he was awesome for the first half, wasn't he? Right. For the first half of April, he was great, but that was like maybe seven, ten games. Then he was historically bad, and then now he's rebounded. But his OBP is 25 points higher than his career. His batting average is the exact same. His slugging and OPS are down, but his OPS plus is only 10 points lower. So, like, as far as our expectations of him, obviously not very high. Do I think he's coming off the sun? No. But oh, I forgot he's, he's still up there. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got to do a lot. I mean, to get we back can, down. if we want to vote on him, nope. 
to no, come off. No, I'm going to no, say no, no, obviously. But no, yeah, nope. the only way he's getting off the sun <laughs> is if he like has a DiMaggio esque streak. Or, oh my god, that's, that's just not. I, or he, he has hits, to have what is it a 57? You, you cannot say <laughs> his name and DiMaggio's name. That's, I said sentence. that's the only way he's coming off the sun. I disagree. I think if, I think he, if, if he shows plus, if he shows above, that he's a competent player. If he if he's right. an average baseball player, he does not deserve to be on the sun. So this stretch, there are two sh- ways. He there's another way I think he could come off to have another foul he, pole home run. Yeah, I would take him sort off. Sort of, yeah. So like a big moment. If he has say two game saving plays against quality opponents slash walk offs slash something outstanding. Two of them, uh, and he keeps up relatively good numbers in the meantime. I, I'm okay with take him off. Like I'm say that. I think you guys being game, a bit bullish has, on him. No, if he not. has two of those, like, what was it, 2019 against the Indians where he, like, completely tweaked and then had that walk-off diving catch, if he has, like, two of those in the next it's month the twins, and, you know, but... that's what it oh, – what did I say, Cleveland? Yeah, you said I, the Indians, which isn't even a team, Murph. Right, on, Murph. Yeah. So, yeah, the play against economy? the Redskins. <laughs> um, yeah, if he has another Redskins game, then that'd be great. Two of them and he's off the Wait, side. What do you mean the Washington football team? <laughs> You trying was, to trigger that, me? That was on purpose, right? That was 100% on purpose. Okay. okay. Just making, sure, making sure for the audience, not for me, Murph. All right. Good news. The Yankees the are winning. Great. Yeah, Donaldson. Um, cool. Knots. Yeah, you want to do the knots? Not. Who's doing the knots? Chandler. Drake, comma, Chandler. All right. First up on the knots. Very upset to put him on this list. Probably, I think this is the first time he's been on this list. But it's Mr. Nestor Cortez, last start, 4.1 innings pitch, seven hits, four earned, only three strikeouts, bringing his season ERA up to a 196. Oh, it's one start. <laughs> Obviously. Just need to put it on here. Need okay. to, when you have a historic team like this, it's tough to find knots. Uh, that's probably why I'm putting this one on here. Stanton's fielding. <laughs> is lit. Uh, we addressed it already, but there's at least three or four plays out there where he just straight up looks lost. And it almost seemed fucked up. Like, they were targeting him. Like, hey, look at that idiot in right field. Let's go th- push it the other way and just hit one. He does not know how to field a baseball. Obviously, Damon Romeo can field these balls. And then separately, Stanton is hitting 339 as a right fielder. 233 is DH. I guess I could have waited till we were done with the music to uh, to bring that up, but thought it was interesting. Um, um, you buy? Are you buying the fielding? I mean, not that was the worst fielding game of his career. He's not going to be that bad. Okay, I, I wouldn't worry about it until it gets a little. Anthony a Rizzo. Well, more on that in a second. Anthony Rizzo last 30 days. I think this is one that we could sink our teeth into and really talk about. Last 30 days, 182 batting average, 270 on base. 391 slug for a 661 OPS in that time span of 30 days, 25 strikeouts. Uh, I'm going to buy that. Wow. wow. That's tough. Why don't we just... You want to just jump right into start that Start with that. I don't think he's that bad, but even his whole time with the Yankees, he hasn't been... He Aside from you know a couple of hot stretches, obviously he was like the player of the month in April, but he's been... Bad at the plate more than he's been good, I would say. Which I don't think he's this bad, but I don't, I don't know that he's gonna necessarily be. I don't know. I I don't think he's gonna be you know this all star crazy productive hitter for his entire tenure here, which is fine. He plays good defense, and 
He hits, he always takes good professional at-bats. We've talked about it before. He takes at-bats that you want and that you need to see from people in the lineup. He takes a lot of pitches. He's able to, you know, you saw it the other night, come off the bench and choke up and, you know, put one up the middle whenever we needed to score the runs and, you know, tie the game, take the lead, whatever. He's a professional hitter. He can do things like that. I'm not worried about that. I just, I don't know. I I don't know that he is this just crazy great hitter anymore i don't know if that and i you know what maybe maybe i sound like an asshole but i don't i don't you do I, what do you what <laughs> i just i don't know it, it's not like he's having an incredible season that had a down week he's had a good two or three weeks and they've been pretty bad offensively outside of that 14 home runs that's that's the thing for me that is the thing like, no you know i mean obviously he's had a very bad two weeks and he's hitting almost, you know, basically Mendoza this year, but he has had 14 home runs and it's, they've all seemed very timely. Mm, good point. That plus I, I literally said that in, in my argument for him, I said, he's no, a professional hitter. He's going to have some good timely home runs and stuff, that, but I'm just saying, I don't, I think we need to temper our expectations for, I think we were a little uh, misled in the beginning. Is that fair to say? No, I don't think so. I think we <sighs> we know he can go through cold spells like this. We saw it. I know, but if he started out with incredible. Us. No, Damon, you're absolutely right. He started he started out incredible, and then we were like, yeah. "Oh my god, fuck everybody else!" And then now it's kind of come back to earth, and that's I fine. I do think you said that verbatim. Um, we were saying good thing we didn't get Olsen or Freeman because Rizzo's a stud, and now he's serviceable because he's got a plus glove and he hits timely and whatever, but I, I still, st- listen, I still think he fits the team better than I agree. I still he think, does. I still think that's totally true. I still think this was like, I'm not unhappy about anything so far. I'm just no. saying like, I, I also still think he's going to be great the rest of the year. Like, I think he's just going through a little bit of a, uh, I think cold, he's cold somewhere slot. in the middle. He's not going to be the player of the month every month, but he's not going to be hitting, you know, 180 for the entire no. year. Like he's somewhere in the middle, and that's fine. he's that's fine. He'll finish 230. He doesn't need if to. He be, does that? I'll be. He doesn't ecstatic. need to be our best player. He needs to do it. I don't think you. I think he'll be 230, 240, which is fine. I you don't need him. You have enough around him to where he doesn't need to be this just incredible lights out player of the month every month player. But also he's fine. a like you, like you say he's a situation situational guy, which situational is like which is like. <laughs> Exactly what we need exactly. in these situations, and I'll say it, Murph. Do you want to say it? Be locker room guy. Be locker room guy. Be locker room guy. I mean, he he hits two sixty six for his career. The last three seasons, he's hit around exactly two fifty. I think he'll end up there. I agree. And that's what I, I, I was so. funny you say that because I was going to ask what we thought. I I really don't think batting average is a good indicator, but I was curious what we thought he was going to end with batting average wise because his home runs are on pace with his prime right now, I would say he's got 14 through a third. It's actually probably above if you put it that way, but his batting average is way lower. So the batting average is the part that we're, I guess, worried about because he's hitting what one something through the last 14 two oh something on the year. Yeah. So what do we think it's going to come to? I would say probably 240. Can we yeah. add one to the not list? Garrett Cole has given up three straight home runs to start the game. I mean that's nothing new. That's, I mean, that's the same thing. Yeah, home run, home I, run, home run, walk. It's nothing new for Carrot Cole. Dude, Dude he's I, been doing I, that I, since I, he's been on the Yankees. I did a stat. 
I did a stat. I did research. Damon did a thing. I did a thing. And since becoming a Yankee, he's let up a home run. Sorry, he's let up a, a run in the first inning 57% of the times he starts as a Yankee. Okay, so but, it's nothing new. But Can't argue with Damon's Three straight numbers. home runs? What? Three straight home runs? Back to back to back? I mean, that's... That's ridiculous. It's not good. It's not good. He does it. He gets he, the home run ball has always been a thing for him. But like, there's well, never I really get, people. I'm never, not saying it's good. I'm just saying my, usually my people surprise. On base. Well, I I get that, but giving up three straight is not good. And then a walk. You can't put a guy on the not list halfway through his game. It was. I mean, it was a joke. I just wanted to address that he's getting lit up. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not happy, but I'm not surprised. We'll readdress this next Thursday. Yeah, Monday. <laughs> um. No, hot or not. Oh, yeah. One thing I did want to talk about a little more, and I know we talked about it a bit, is um, not the Stanton fielding thing, but Stanton in particular. I did mention that he's batting 339. This is a stat absolutely courtesy of the uh, the, the mathematics factory over in the Glens, Glens with an S Falls. Um, he's hitting 339 as a right fielder, 233 as a DH. And that is, I don't know, how many games played does he have this season? Because 20. that's. 20, he has, so he has 20 in right, 22 was, as a DH, okay, two perfect. pinch hits, which don't matter. That's what I was trying to get at. Is that I think it's a it's a good sample size on both sides of the coin here. It's 50-50 split pretty much. Um, our, our theory is was correct, at least to this point. I think it's enough of a sample to say. Um, him being in the field makes him a better hitter. And that's he's said that. People have said that. It's a, it's a, it's a clear indication in this specific example but it's there's reasoning behind it that's what we thought hey he should be playing the outfield because it's going to get you more involved you're not going to be cold sitting on the bench just worrying about hitting he's he's a capable fielder and i think you said the same thing he's he's not as bad as he looked last night and he was so bad last night that even our friend matt who's a red sox fan watches a lot of baseball he was watching the game yesterday he's like dude what happened with stanton last night and i was like "Dude, dude he tried to catch a ball like with his bare hand. He did try to over do the shoulder. He tried to do over the shoulder barehanded catch. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> did not play out did well. Did not play out well. I don't know what, but <laughs> had he caught that with a bare hand, that would have been a da na na I mean, that would have been a, a not top 10 turned into a top 10. Yeah. Like, that was just like, it was ridiculous. At, and that's that's as all they often that. are. It's true that. In baseball, a little, little bit of a Clint Frazier esque, like read the ball wrong and then made a great play. So here's a bit of a hot take that I came up with literally just now. Do share. We don't, I don't think that we have a true DH. No, I don't think so. No, either. it's not about, yeah. Like, like a Nelson Cruz. I, I, and I, I, is, I mean, it's a good thing we, though. Yeah, it's a great I, thing. But last year we were like, oh, we have six guys that should just be DHs. It felt like we trimmed the fat. And, and we really, I mean, yeah, Gary obviously is one of those guys, Avoid. whatever. Right. And so like, I wouldn't hate, you know, if, and I know he does DH a lot, but I wouldn't hate Donaldson DHing like pretty regularly. No, I prefer Obviously. him DHing because that means you got Glaber and Don or and DJ both in the lineup. Yeah, and it also means you have Stanton in the right field. Yeah, I would prefer. Right. I think if I think if the playoffs started tomorrow and you had to come up with a game one lineup, Stanton would be in the field, Donaldson would be DHing, DJ at third, and that that's I think that's their quote unquote death lineup that they like to call yeah. it. That I think that's. Donaldson is most definitely the DH in that situation. Yep, agreed. Um, here's one thing, though, that hasn't really happened. I know Rizzo's played most games and most of them at first. Rizzo's been struggling, as we obviously mentioned. What if 
DJ, you know, what if he transitions into a DH role a little bit? Obviously, he's a plus glove, but Donaldson's not bad at third and DJ's not bad at first. And if he's struggling batting, why not change it up a little bit? Have him DH a few games. I don't hate that, but he's just such a good first baseman. It's hard to. It's hard to bench that when you, especially when you have guys like DJ and DJ's playing gold glove caliber third base and Donaldson's playing a very elite level third base. And you know, Glaber's serviceable, yeah. if not better, at second. You he's know, I, much better at second than he was at short. When much IKF, better. who is your quote-unquote defensive wonder kid, as Luke would call it, <laughs> then and he's your weakest link in the infield, which I would say he is as of right now. And that's even factoring factoring in Glaber because I think he's played pretty well at second for the most part. There, obviously, there's a few outliers, a few dumbass mistakes, but I think that when he's your weakest leak in the infield, that's a pretty good sign. Yep. And I don't, I, I don't know. I think that Rizzo just has so much fucking value at first. It's very, very hard to bench that. Yep. It's no, it's we point. got him. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, right now that's, that's his saving grace. Reason. Yep. That's, that's the one thing, you know, that stands out when he's slumping like this is still his ability to go out there and command the infield and, play a good first base. I don't know. know something funny. I'd love to know something funny. Uh, while you were talking about IKF and his uh, shortstop woes and versus what we expected him to be. I know we were talking about having a short, a stopgap shortstop all off season. He kind of, he is that obviously um, until Volpe comes up potentially uh, soon. The other people we were mentioning, and I, while you guys were talking about that, I looked this up. And Jarlton Simmons was we flirted with the name and Jarlton Simmons, so I wanted to uh, look back and see, like, okay, what you know, we would definitely get premier defense out of Simmons. Should we have gone after him and and you know played out that scenario? Um, he currently has a seven OPS plus, batting one seventy eight uh, for the Cubs. It's not bad. So uh, <laughs> a seven. So if anybody was wondering, like the number seven or like seven hundred? So like like one hundred minus ninety three. It's <laughs> <laughs> not good. That was a funny way of putting it, right? That was funny. How's Freddie Galvis Score doing in like Luke. the KBO? I don't. I don't. I don't think Baseball Reference covers that. Right. Shame on them. Shame on them is is right. Um, one last thing I wanted to a note on the Stanton situation. Uh, this is kind of another pat on the back. We set the over under at 59 and a half games played in the outfield for Stanton this year. Well, basic math will show that one third of the way into the season, he has 20. Damon? It's about 60. That's about 60. (laughs) Can't can't teach that, Damon. Um, But a couple of sharks out here setting lines uh, out of Vegas. Doesn't work for us when we actually gamble, but no. But we can set lines on random things yep. that don't matter at all. But I didn't know Las Vegas was at one sixty first Street. I did. So, with that being said, live line just shifted to nothing. It's the same thing. What would you take right now, setting over under games in the outfield, knowing that he significantly hits better in the field, which I know the Yankees see. Coming off an injury, though, so factor that in. Let me put... Are they going to be a little more tedious with him? In, or not tedious, uh, timid not in with, the outfield, throwing him out there? Not because of the injury. The, I think that if things remain the same and they end up 
winning at the clip that they are. And, uh, you know, we were talking about this with Judge. I think if they start winning the East comfortably, I think that they would sacrifice, you know, whatever those splits are, even if they those hold up to be constant over the course of 162. I think if they start to run away with the division or anywhere close to it, they'll start to DH him more, you know, keep him in a groove hitting, but they don't want to risk that outfield injury. Yeah. I, it all just depends on how they play. I'm going to go under. Um, I think that, I mean, I, I obviously I think that la- the last game was like the worst game of his career and like will go down as the worst game of his career. I don't think it's going to get Coming worse back from injury too. Yeah, like I think if he does have another bad game though, that's going to, you know, it's not a good look. He might, might get some couple sits. How many DHs. times in a year are you going to have that many like in-between balls hit? You're not, you're right not, field? you're not. It, it's very, it's very tough, but... I think your point to like that with, with the injuries and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's gonna be very close. It's gonna be like within a game. Yeah. I I just like I said. I think if they're winning, it won't. They're not gonna be really inclined to put them out there. They're just gonna try and play it safe. Yeah. And I don't even know if that necessarily will help him stay healthy. But I just just knowing what they've done over the past few years, I think I think if they're winning, he's gonna he's gonna DH, and that's just the bottom line until they get to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I wanted to talk about before we jump out of here and go watch the Jurors playing game five. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Um, got a question from Nasback on Instagram. He wanted to know. He said, good question for the podcast. Say you signed Judge to the record deal that we were, this is from last episode. He was listening to us. Uh, thank you, Nasback. But he was listening and we were talking about the Judge record deal that Murph uh, brought up on rounding third that he thinks he's going to get uh, Mike Trout money or better than Mike Trout money, more AAV than Mike Trout. So say we sign Judge to this record deal. What do you, what happens or what do you guys do with other guys like T- Glaber Torres and other people that are going to be needing an extension in the upcoming in the upcoming coming years? Like who who is the who in my mind who in your minds gets the short end of the stick here because. The Yankees have a lot of money, that's that's for sure, but we also know that they like to penny pinch. So if they're shelling out a ton of money for a third monster contract, because they already have Stanton's that they have to pay, which I know is not too much on our plate, but it's still a decent chunk of change uh, in the grand scheme of things. Garrett Cole is making high, it was like the second highest AAV ever uh, in the history of baseball. Donald- <clears throat> Donaldson? Donaldson is making a ton of money for no reason. Um Guys like Glaber and guys like... I think you're going to see it in the pitching. It's going to be guys like Jordan Montgomery are going to become expendable. Tyone. Tyone will be expendable. Sevy maybe even. And by expendable, you mean... Well, didn't they're just Sevy they're going to go like, by the wayside. They're going to be offered less than they're worth, and they exactly might get, they because, might get money elsewhere. But yeah, because you have also you got a figure coming up heel, although. Tommy John, he's still one of your top prospects. You got Medina, you got Waldachuk. You have all these guys coming up that can kind of fill. It's, I mean, to be, let's be real. None of these guys, while they're great and whatever, they're not, you know, twenty-six-year-old superstars that are must sign to extensions. They're good and they're very good, and you know they're the best staff in baseball right now. But none of these guys, outside of Sevy, you obviously want to keep him. He's a homegrown like could possibly be superstar. We've seen it in the past. But guys like Montgomery, he's consistent, he's solid. But with the talent you have in the minors, if you're trying to save money, he's replaceable. Tyone, same deal. 
I, I, I don't know. I think that's where you're going to see the majority of it. Not so much. It wouldn't shock me if they signed Glaber to a, a team-friendly extension. Yeah, I was about I, to say that. Especially with kind of the up and down. Yeah, he hasn't been good enough to warrant like a month. He's not no. getting $200 million or anything. It wouldn't shock me if he got, you know. They'd get like an Aaron Hicks deal, to be honest. Yeah, you can, I, even a little more. Like yeah. I could, because he's younger and he's got more upside. I could, I could see him getting fifteen million. Yeah, I was going to say fifteen million. Like year, not, yeah. not a lot more, but somewhere well, in that he, neighborhood. He's in arbitration until twenty twenty five, though. Yeah, but so I'm saying by then things change. It wouldn't I mean, shock yeah, me if, but this money's then. still in the books yeah. by that. I'm just time. saying it wouldn't yeah. shock me if in the next year or two, not this. Say they sign Judge this offseason. If next year Glaber has another. Good, not great year. If they sign him to something, I don't know, eight years for fifteen million a year, done. That's off your plate. You don't have to worry about it. It's not going to break the bank, and you've got one of your young core. If you still want to call him that young core, you've got him locked up, and yeah. that something like that wouldn't shock me. I like I said, I just uh, you got a lot of money coming off the books too. So, well, I, you, like you just said, Tyone and Sevy. I think that's where. We're going to want to re-sign them, and we're not going to be able to if we re-sign Judge because they're both done after this year. Are they both done? Yeah, they're so... so you said Tyone and, and both... Tyone and, and who? Sevy? Sevy, too, yeah. So uh, Sevy surprised me. I looked it up just to be sure. Monty? But, uh, in my head, like, Sevy was locked up for very, or pennies well, on the well, dollar. because he's been hurt. For how, yeah, he's been yeah. hurt. So it was that... But, yeah, but when we re-signed him to that four-year contract... Signed him to the extension, and he immediately got Right. Hurt. No, right, but that extension was, you know, forty million dollars. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. So it's twenty nineteen season, twenty twenty season, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, and now he's leaving. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's not leaving. Maybe they can resign him, but like he's gonna be he's eligible for free agency after this year. So is Tyone. Labor's arbitration eligible and so is Nestor. You know, I, I they're not gonna let a guy walk for arbitration, but like You can't let a guy walk in arbitration. I don't even no, think that's you have yeah. to cut him. Right, which they're not going to do, obviously. But I think if if Tyone keeps this up, I think he's the one that I'm circling on this list that he's going to get. Like, if you want to circle one guy who's going to get, and I don't even want to say fucked because he will get money elsewhere, but one guy that will not be in pinstripes as a result of paying Judge the bag, he's the guy because it, it, especially if he continues to be as great and consistent as he has been, because that consistency. Gets paid. How much uh, anywhere else locked up for? Um, so he is arbitration next year, and then free agent twenty twenty four. Okay. Yeah, he, I mean, he also might get. That's one I could see. Well, they're very side. similar, but Tyone especially right now because the judge contract will happen right now. So in the wake of the judge contract extension, they are not going to pay Tyone. They're going to let him walk and, and say like, "Don't let the door hit I you mean, on the way out." Let even me though ask he's you guys this: great. Judges' I mean, arbitration me. hearing is. Less than two weeks away, assuming it gets to a hearing. Do they settle? Do you think there's any shot in extension in those in these two weeks or what? Because we haven't heard anything. Can I ask you this? And I asked it as a genuine question. You may. I don't know. Do they do they consider this year into that or no? What do you? They they still the don't know. They still don't know how much he's making. No, no, this no. Year. In the arbitration. That's what the arbitration is: is to see how much he makes this yeah, year. Yeah, they haven't decided how much he's making this no, year. No, no, I understand that, but in that they consider, you know performance no 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 yes they could no they don't it, consider this oh year's for this year's contract right. so, no, it's, no, no, no. so it's right it's retroactive to 2020 got it yes i figured but that much i, I think totally i sure. think that will drum up more conversations about 
the the I I wouldn't be shocked honestly if we get a deal done by that day because that's like a hey we're talking right now. See, why, don't, why don't we just we're talking about one thing, but why don't we talk about the elephant in the room here? You're putting up numbers right now. Yeah. Why don't we just like knock this out right now? You that's know? what. Like, that's what I feel like we would have heard something, or they would have settled on a number by now, unless they just want to totally tarnish that relationship. Because if he's doing this. And then you roll into that hearing, you're like, well, you know, you kind of fuck them out of, I mean, get granted, it's not a huge sum of money in the, relatively speaking, that they're arguing over. But if he's doing this, and then you roll into that meeting and shit on him, I mean, that, that's it. I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to shit on him. I don't think they're going to do anything. That's what arbitration is. I don't think they're doing anything similar to a Batanza situation. That's what, that's quite literally what these meetings are for. Not when you are... Hey, we have 22 home runs. Well, you either pay, at that point you either pay him. That's what I mean. I think they're just going to pay him. That's what but I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If it gets to the hearing, though, th- that's I, the whole point of the hearing. The way I'm taking the hearing is like, you know, we're we'll we're, we're that, working though. men in the in the corporate world. The way I see this hearing is like a a standing biweekly meeting with somebody that you just have it circled to just chat about anything that's going on at the time. I think they're just like leaving it there. So like, hey, this is when we're going to chat about something. Let's just figure out everything in one spot. I mean, if it gets to the hearing, it's going to get ugly. I just hope it doesn't. And I think the most realistic scenario is they reach a number before that and they'll just pay him his money. I, I would like to see him do an extension. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I do. Before that? Yes. You think there's going to be an extension in the next 13 days? Yes. I don't. So there are three Water X's on this, high, on this highway of him. You know, some real money. There are three exits. There are like three times that this is going to get done. I think the most likely is before the arbitration hearing, like Rella just said. The other one is maybe the trade deadline and you assess where you're at and, you know, whatever, because nobody else can offer him at that time. And then the other one, I guess the other two are just off season, you know. But you have to consider also what other teams are going to be the ones to pony up for him. And they're the teams that you're th- trying to compete with. If if they think that they can make a World Series without Aaron Judge, you got to assume they're going to bring in some other high free agent. I don't even know what the hey, free agent class looks they like can't. next year. They can't win a World they Series can't. without Judge. Unless you want to go agree. out and get Trey Turner or something in the offseason, which they're not going to do. I think Judge is more so, valuable uh, than Trey Turner by a long I, shot, too. I think Judge is right now I do too. the best player in baseball. The, the most valuable player in baseball for for the Yankees. I mean, obviously, Mike Trout's more valuable for the Angels than Aaron Judge. The argument can be made that Judge is the most valuable player in baseball, regardless. This I mean, year, right now, MVP is. is what he's going to win. I mean, this he's year. plus one seventy to win the MVP. He's going to win there MVP. You go. I agree. And then, but if you let him walk, think of the teams that are going to pay for him: the Mets, yeah, yeah. the Dodgers, Boston, maybe the Giants. Obviously, have been talked about a lot. And then, like, you know, these other teams that maybe are trying to build something within the next five years that still have some yeah. coin. I mean, maybe the Cubs, they've got, you know, some younger guys. If he went, if he went to with. the Red but Sox. Like, yeah, you're not good. Basically, if he walks, we're not contending for the next five years. Yeah, but if he went to the Red Sox, I would drive to the Golden Gate Bridge and jump off of it. <laughs> Got room in your car? Oh, dude, I, I think I, I, I don't have a probably... car. Actually, I would buy a car, take that car. Obviously, if I it. jump off the Golden Gate, it won't doesn't matter. Yeah, if I buy a car and go into debt. It's so. somebody else's problem now. Yeah, I yeah, would make it to the Golden Gate Bridge. I'd jump out of the plane of the car on the way there. That's true. <laughs> okay, 
Um, yeah, no, how imagine, about we break like, this down? Just yeah, wait. Imagine, just imagine. <laughs> we win a World Series and he doesn't come back. Like Freddie Freeman. Well, yeah. All right. How about that? I would, say, my, I would say that that wouldn't happen if we didn't wait. just see it happen. Yeah. He's wait. an exact. He won MVP too. Here's how, here's but at least they I brought in Mike, Matt, 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 Matt Olson. Yeah. So we're going to bring thing. in Mike Olson. We, That's the kid we, I went to high school I, with. How about I say this? Would you rather win a World Series and Mike Trout leave? Right now. I don't care like, about gar- Mike Trout. Guaranteed. We, we don't have Mike or, Trout. Sorry, Aaron Judge. <laughs> guaranteed right now. We win the World Series this year. Guaranteed Aaron Judge leaves or leave it as it is now. And like, not guarantee maybe, anything? May, not guarantee anything. Well, maybe no, he, I think maybe a, ba- a better win, question. Maybe would, we win. Maybe he comes back. Maybe we lose. Maybe he still comes back. I would. No. I would phrase the question. If you're doing like that, that, if you're doing that question, I would take the World Series. If you're doing the other version, which I think is makes it a harder decision, would be: Would you do win the World Series? He leaves, or he stays. We don't win a World Series this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I get right, the World sure. Series. I would still take the World Series. Take I think. The World Series. I said it before. Like I would take a World Series and. For literally anything. Yeah. yeah. I would give up 20 years of my life to win a World Series. I would, I would sell everyone on the Yankees this year if we won this I game. don't know if I'd give up 20 years of my life, but. This is literally why we watch the Yankees to win the World Series. Yep. So I'm fine doing that. Market 8, dude. Yeah. But, so here's the thing. And I phrased that question the way I did for a reason. That's a fun question. We should post that on social media. We should post that question. Absolutely. But the reason I said that is because you're running the risk of. He could leave. He could stay. We could win. We could not. If he, if we win this year and he leaves, it's as good of a guarantee as one and done, at least for the next ten years. But if it runs as it is now, very realistic chance World Series is in play, and a very realistic chance he stays, and then maybe you get both. If he gets, then, if he gets both, that that'd be fucking. That'd be awesome. Awesome. I mean, Nine. that's how it's been for the Yankees in the past. Like historically, it's been you know. More decades than not, we've won multiple. It's it's quite literally the most like it's a dynasty, and it has been every time we've won a World Series, except for the last twelve years. Which is why I'm I'd be willing to do this. I'd be willing to say like I'll take one, and then it's almost like, it's like not almost it's like the Cubs mortgage the future. It's not even mortgaging the future because that money will be allocated elsewhere if we don't if we don't re-sign Judge. It's not we like we have the money to do. Like, do if, we, if we don't re-sign Judge, that's money that we can spend on other things. Which, like you said, the the Braves did that by bringing in somebody else. It actually before Freddie Freeman left, they brought in Olsen because they knew they weren't going to bring him back. So um, look how it's gone for Matt both. Uh, that's also. I mean, they're both doing great. Yeah, they're in second the place Cubs? in their division. Oh, the Cubs. Yeah, and, oh no, and, we were talking about Olsen and Freeman. No, I know that, and they're. It, still, our situation like, they're is not, more similar I mean, to the Would Braves. they be that much better with Freeman? No, yeah, you're right. Well, they're still in second in their division. They'd still be behind the Mets. I think the Mets are better on paper. The Mets were better on paper last yeah. year too. Before, I mean, he goes just, to the Mets, I'll be pissed too. That yeah. would make me sad. I mean, the the top three teams that I absolutely don't want him to go to are, I guess, in Red order: Sox, Red Sox, Mets. Mets, Dodgers. He's not going anywhere. All right, he ain't going nowhere. Maybe he goes to the Sugar Rays. Okay. That's the end of that. What All if he right. went to the Rays? No, we're not talking about that. It's not going They'd anywhere. have to sell they the don't drop. Have, they don't have that. the money. Yeah, they would have to play somewhere <laughs> else. They would have to play in Dunedin. No, they don't play in Dunedin. That's the the Blue Jays. Petersburg. Yeah. Hot take. He goes to, like, the the Reds. <laughs> yeah. The Imagine Reds. Imagine he's a pirate. 
No, whatever. We're done with this. Um, <laughs> yeah. That'll do it from us. Uh, imagine he goes to the KBO. Yeah. <laughs> if they pony up, he can reunite with Massa. Imagine he goes to Oklahoma State. He just goes back okay. to college. He would look like a good. He would look good in a gold Aaron Eagles goes uniform. Back to college. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we always appreciate it. If you could leave us a five star review on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, go subscribe to the Bronx Pinstripes YouTube page. Go download the Underdog Fantasy app to get a hundred free dollars. Go join the Chalkboard group chat if you want to get cut up with us in the group chat. But anywho, as always, go Yankees. All the guys at 161st Street. I just have two words for you. This one's for Lee.